0: This is Detroit Talk City. Welcome to Detroit Talk City, the refuge for Kiss Army deserters, defectors, and draft dodgers. I'm your host, Scott Malone. With me, as always, is the, uh, I don't know what to call you, Chris Cook.
1: (laughs) You really didn't do any prep for this show. No,
0: not at all. (laughs) Well, with a movie of this magnitude, I mean, who gives a shit? It's going to speak for itself. Yeah. I Uh, mean, you haven't seen a single second of it yet. No. But I have watched this movie before. (laughs) I'm referring, of course, to Kiss's 1978 made-for-TV movie, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Um, And it is horrendous. Uh Yeah. The band has essentially disowned it, which says a lot coming from this group of uh, assholes.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm very much looking forward to just a little – just to keep – to get our – wow, I've lost all train of thought – to give, Talk, now, audience, <laughs> to give our audience done some prep, to give our audience an idea of what we're doing, we're recording this first segment. Then we're going to watch the movie, yes, and then we're, we will be talking about the movie in detail.
0: Indeed. Uh, before we do that, um, I'd just like to direct you to some of our social media. You can find us at Detroit Talk City on Twitter. Email us at Detroit Talk City at gmail We've got a Facebook group. Uh, join that. We, uh, you know, rate and subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell you want to call it. And we've got a website. Uh, DetroitTalkCity.com. Lots of fun going on
1: over there. Um, so, Chris, how you been, my friend? Uh, I've been doing well. Uh, we, uh, I just finished up my run of my show here in Edmonton. So nice. that is all done, The Citadel. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh, it's nice to, be, to have evenings back because you do that show six days a week. Totally. So...
0: It takes over your life.
1: Like, oh, it, like, yeah. like it is your life. That's oh. actually why I assigned...
0: Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park because I knew it would take the least amount of prep because I I just did that just for your benefit. <laughs> Whereas like po- you know you won't have you won't have to do anything to prepare for this, totally. for this dumbass movie.
1: The point we're recording this, I think I've I've been done for like almost a week. Almost a week still. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. But it's but it's been nice. It's like my it's like it's such a weird You gotta decompress. It, exactly. It's just such a, a weird thing because most of my life I work like a normal job. And you don't get like you don't give yourself time to like decompress. You just like go home, you sleep, you do the do the job. Yeah. So uh, just weird things. You need to accept that like actors are tender creatures, and we need to treat ourselves nicely. Oh God,
0: <laughs> tender creatures. And you're like speaking on behalf of all actors. Oh yeah. Calling yourselves. We? Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I just finished a run of a of a theater show in a mildly big Western Canadian city. I think I can speak for all actors.
0: I mean, we're talking like this is like maybe like what like the sixth biggest city in Canada, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe and... something like that. How impressive!
1: <laughs> like, oh well, I'll speak on behalf of my good friend Liam Neeson. And
0: a <laughs> oh, great time for you to be bringing Liam Neeson. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. Well, this re- we released this like a few days later. It's probably all blown over by <laughs> by now, right?
0: <laughs> I was actually thinking about you when I saw all that. The, if for those that don't know, he went he disclose some pretty crazy yeah um... and
1: but i think some of it is to, if you take it contextually it's awful like whatever it is or even it's contextually awful. but contextually it is awful but it i i think if he was speaking to it more of like that he learned, like how yes. awful those feelings are that like oh my god like i even thought this awful way and people if to and like he's learning from his lessons and like sharing that which i think can be like an important thing i agree to for like a path to redemption but it taking out of context God, no, i can't say any words today taken out of context i totally get why people would be completely freaked <clears throat> out by it because it's awful like if it's like it's horrifying
0: it's a difficult thing because yeah obviously it's terrible but it's in a way though it's it's good like like don't you want people to change and learn like mm-hmm. or or are we just going to like hold them to something that happened 40 years ago and which he didn't actually act upon
1: No no you and know Don't let this keep you away from the theaters of seeing Cold Pursuit which is in theaters this weekend which <laughs> your boy Chris hopefully, st- hopefully I haven't seen it I I filmed I was on set I did a day of filming We'll see what makes it. Into I the cannot. Movie. I cannot wait. Actually,
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah. I was. I was wondering because it didn't used to be called that, right? It was No, it was else. called
1: Hard Powder. Hard Powder because it's yeah. a remake of a Norwegian movie of the same name. Right. So they decided to change the title because they added Liam Neeson in. It's a v- very strange. Mm-hmm. The movie business is very strange, and I filmed this almost two years ago. Right. Like and, so long. And ago. we. As actors,
0: <laughs> you yes. need to uh, stand beside each other when uh, the goings get tough, right? Yeah,
1: especially yeah. especially guys like Liam Neeson. He needs so much help. He's just a struggling guy. Like He works job to job like everybody else.
0: I mean, yeah, if there's a working man, you know, I... First name that comes to mind? Liam Neeson. Neeson. Yeah,
1: absolutely. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what else is... Uh, how How's how's your health? You know, we're always getting injured. We're always sick. We're always uh, fucked up. Surprised,
1: well, since my show's been done, I've had, like, a week of rest, and my yeah. bruises have started healing. No gout? Uh, no, Nope. My gout didn't kick in, even though, like, I drank a little bit near the end of the run of the show. Oh, you which did? It usually starts uh, flaring my foot up, but none of that happened, so... Good. Health has been good. Oh, that's excellent. Which is very strange. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting, just waiting with exodus, existential dread of what is going to come. Right. So, like, like
0: almost like the longer that it goes on yeah, without you getting injured. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, <laughs> It's just going to come on you like tenfold. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll get like a, yeah.
1: a boulder will drop on me or something. Yeah,
0: totally. I'm thinking more of like, like, like a cartoon like anvil that says like 1,000 tons or whatever mm-hmm. on it. From so, Acme. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh
1: yeah it'll it'll eventually come how's your hand
0: hand still hurts like hell but mm. it's okay you know I don't look deformed or anything like that it looks, no. it's it's normal looking now mm-hmm. but I mean it's at, it's at the point now where it's like you forget that it's injured and then mm. you'll like hit it on something and just be like ah like, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you
1: I'll tell you it still looks swollen from
0: does it okay. feet away oh no, yeah it does it's now that I look at it 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 still does like yeah.
1: it's like it's not bad but when you said it looks <laughs> yeah. normal I, gotta say it doesn't look no it looks like a swollen hand oh
0: yeah it does yeah no you're you're right <laughs> yeah um i'll live uh-huh you know so, yeah. so
1: you wanted to talk to and we're recording this pretty close to when we we're re- releasing it so uh, the super bowl i think is still relevant it's
0: still it it is because yeah i wanted to touch on it i went to a really lovely um super bowl party um held by a bunch of uh, friends and um it was it was it was wonderful, like 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 hanging out with just just great people and. But my God, um, I had kind of um vowed, before the game, like if the Patriots win this game, I think I'm done with the NFL at least for a while. Mm-hmm. And not only did they win, but it was the worst football game, sports game I've ever watched in my life. It mm-hmm. was the most horrible, thing. They're, the like, the Rams like got like. Two passes the entire fucking game, and then you just get to see that sniveling little puke. Tom Brady wins his sixth fucking Super Bowl, and it's just like there was an, an amazing uh, article on Deadspin where it was just like all the awful people win again, you know. And
1: it was well, just... I just and I I agree with you, but just to take the devil's advocate, yeah, or like the devil, the fucking Patriots. Uh, Patriots fans yeah, you point would. of view wouldn't it? they say that it was just bro just showing off defense <laughs> like wasn't it just the, the, yeah. the argument that it was just and especially in a year where it just seemed like de- defense couldn't stop any off- offense yeah
0: well that's what was so frustrating about it was it was just just I, I don't know well, every Rams, single play. it it just seemed like it was just like from the beginning like well this is just impossible well, nothing is gonna happen
1: and the Rams were one of the like one of the high second producing highest offense.
0: scoring team in the yeah. league, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Belichick just figured them out and just did an old school, just mud stomping. It was
1: mm-hmm.
0: fucking awful. Like I was already on the verge of like giving up the NFL just because I'm sick of their owners. I'm sick of the racist policies that go on. I'm just I'm sick of the culture around mm-hmm. it. And then just to see those guys win again i just i can't stand it so yeah i'm i'm at least taking the next year Mm -hmm. off from it can't stand it
1: that's that. this was my first year of not really paying much attention at all right and i've done the same i was like i i've paid moderate attention to both the nfl and cfl at times one or of the other but i've almost stopped all football stuff yeah i just can't yeah i I, I i wish i would have because that was yeah it and like, was and it the, was... the cfl is even worse because they're like they're not even getting ri- they're not even getting money like money that they can no, save no like the no that's my, just a, okay, un- unwatchable my crap. favorite story is there's uh the quarterback of the edmonton eskimos our football team ah, yes. Is going out to there's a chance other teams are going to offer him at free agency this huge quarterback free agency in the CFL. Mm-hmm. What number do you think is being put out there? 100,000? 700,000. 700,000.
0: Oh, well, that's a lot for CFL. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> I just
1: love that like their big n- money contracts are g- $20,000 more than the league minimum of the NHL.
0: <laughs> right. Wow. That, that really puts it into some fucking perspective
1: (laughs) uh but (laughs) so the super bowl sucked yes but you know it didn't suck
0: the royal rumble which Mm -hmm. happened the previous sunday and uh boy that was such a fun time um we went over to our boy taylor's place and uh our great friend uh, christoph joined us and we and we uh we we all put money in and had like a pool Mm -hmm. Like to like for who would win the women's and the men's rumble? Yeah, and, and it was a
1: completely random pool. Yeah, which was you just drew, drew numbers, which was good for me because I, I, I enjoy it, but I don't know shit yeah. about.
0: And neither it was you and I who didn't win. No, right? Yeah, yeah we Christoph didn't win. won the men's, and Ta- no Taylor won we, the men's. Christoph yes. won won the women's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was great. Like it's, it's just a great show. Yeah, so much fun. Um, That's you know I've I've kind of like talked about this before, but it's kind of like one of the great things about uh, pro wrestling is um, because of the scripted nature of it, you're always going to get a definitive, you know, like things should in theory uh, logically come to like you know people Mm -hmm. winning. Like if football was scripted, then the evil empire of the New England Patriots, even if so, if they let's say okay they still won this past Sunday but well then, you know, someone would like like Tom Brady would get like shot or something like that, you know, just to like some some sort of like poetic justice or something like mm-hmm. that. Not that I'm advocating for Tom Brady to get shot or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. there's um there's a there's a good and bad kind of thing. And the Patriots are super heels and uh, you mm-hmm. know, thank god for scripted sports. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I I I had a great time at yeah. the World Rumble and I think just it was awesome. It's hilarious. There's parts that are ridiculous, but it's like anything. Everything's... Right. Anything I had literally
0: innocent. been joking about, like, a leprechaun or whatever, and then literally during the Women's Rumble, Selena Vega um, was hiding underneath the ring, and she got chased out under the ring by a leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. Hornswoggle, which... <laughs> yeah, his name is Hornswoggle, which I don't know if I revealed this, <laughs> oh. like like, that night, but... In storyline terms, several years ago, he was revealed to be Vince McMahon's son. <laughs> in oh. storyline! How did Shane take that? I I, 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 honestly, I wasn't watching at the time. I've oh. only heard. I've only heard tale. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, gather around! Let me tell you a tale about a lapracon of who was the son
1: of Vince McMahon. Oh, boy. Mc,
0: McMahon, no good. <laughs> I just, I.
1: I I want to see all that footage. That seems like a a, a great storyline that they could probably reexplore. And I sure hope
0: not. Make, right. <laughs> it's already like so like weird and embarrassing to like describe stuff that you're watching when it comes to that world. So let's just yeah. leave it at that. It's
1: much like having this podcast weird and embarrassing. Weird
0: and embarrassing, totally. Where it's like, so what do you do? Have a podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and, oh, real. Oh, and even if someone is like mildly interested, so I was like, oh, what are you guys doing? Here? What do you talk about? <clears throat> kiss. <laughs> yeah. Well. Pe- and people, why? Like, oh, they, like you like Kiss? N- no.
1: Well, and we're but also we're two white guys in our 30s who yeah. really like comedy. So yeah, we're, we're there's such a good chance we have podcast a podcast. Like it's just a matter of like how many podcasts do you have?
0: It was just a matter of time.
1: Uh, what. <laughs> Do you have a Patreon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. How are you asking for money? (laughs) How? Yeah. And remember, people,
0: send us your money. Yeah, because
1: you've somehow decided that you're going to make money. I don't know.
0: Oh, no. Mm -hmm. This has been an absolute
1: money-losing venture. Make Mm -hmm. make no mistake.
0: Which is probably
1: one of the reasons why we haven't been contacted by the (laughs) lawyers of Mr. Gene Simmons. Right, because if there
0: was even, like, a cent to be made, he'd be trying to get it from us.
1: Because, Gene, if you come on the show... Yeah, anyway. I bet we could get an ad for that show and we can pay you an appearance fee.
0: Gene, come on the show.
1: Or just, just don't be litigious with us. That would be great. Yeah, or, or just fuck off.
0: <laughs> uh, on, on that note, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to now be watching Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Uh, listeners, we encourage you to do the same. It's widely available online. Horrible quality, but whatever. We're going to suffer through it and we encourage you to do the same. So we're going to do that. We're going to take a break. And uh, we're gonna talk about it. We'll be back. Louder! You want some more? And we're back. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> for those uh, that can't see, I was the only one that could see it. Chris is doing some dumbass hand gestures before we started. I'm being professional. Oh and, uh, yeah.
1: Speaking of professional,
0: oh man. We just watched uh, 1978's *Kiss Meets the Phantom of
1: the Park*. Holy shit! I hope uh, I hope everybody out there watches. Well, we we decided you decided to find us a version that was in two parts, and the audio was a good second behind
0: yes it, it lagged the uh, whole, but the whole time.
1: uh for those of you out there if you did a like a preliminary youtube search you could have found a much better version to watch second second page yeah i,
0: I just found it after we stopped watching <laughs> uh but whatever
1: well what are your kind of it
0: first... kind of suited like for just how fucking terrible that movie yeah, was. yeah that
1: is that is time that we're never going to get back that no nah. that was my second time watching that movie i that's awful uh it is truly one of the most batshit crazy things I've seen. Yeah. Like, yeah. of just... of an They made a movie. It was made for TV, whatever you want to call it. They do- made doesn't this. excuse what you've it done to, doesn't, to the viewers. Doesn't make any sense.
0: Not at all. Like, Chris, do you think that you could um, summarize the plot for our listening audience okay. right now? So,
1: there is this amusement park. It has 2,000 staff members. Okay. No, let's, stop. A... <laughs> let's stop right there.
0: <laughs> that that was something that Chris pointed out during the movie, and then all of a sudden it just changed the whole complexion of the movie. 2,000 employees at the Six Flags Magic Mountain In part park.
1: of the 90% of this movie's dialogue is just exposition, trying to explain things that are happening. This 2,000 – and it's – would you think this is an enormous amusement park with – New rides coming on, coming every day. Like all these weird, crazy new ones.
0: No. Well, I mean, it did seem enormous in that I would, I had no idea where we were ever, and yes, this, this, there would sometimes be we're in an underground laboratory. Sometimes we're in some yes. giant auditorium, well, th- this like is, the stadium seating. This movie
1: is essentially a mix between like a concert, uh concert movie. And the island of Doctor Moreau, uh-huh. and Westworld, Westworld, and Scooby Doo, uh-huh. and like the '70s Westworld came out like what '75, yeah, mm-hmm. around that. So just before this, so they're they're cribbing from everything Ev- they everything. can get their hands on. Yes, like though, you said this while we were watching it, it was we start filming on Monday, it's Saturday. We need to write a script. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like kids when they go to the studio and they don't have lyrics when for they need song, to just like, just like oh, scribble uh, out yeah, some yeah. bullshit. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's some yeah. some, some memorable s- performances in this.
0: Oh, certainly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there of course, of course, is um, uh, Devro. Yes, um, who I was, th- I was thrilled that you um, recognized, you recognized him because
1: he was in a Star Trek movie. <laughs>
0: Which we figured out, and I was like, "That is just, mwah, just perfect." <laughs> like, of course, you recognize this this guy from a '90s Star Trek movie.
1: Yeah, one of the late uh, Star Trek Next Generation movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Next gen. You like that one, Insurrection?
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, it wasn't a very good one. That right. was that was one of their last ones they yeah. made.
0: How many times have you seen it? Do you think? Uh probably five, six. Sure. Yeah, that's probably not dissimilar from like. I know that, like this children's movie that we just watched, because um, let's face it, no, no one with a functional, you know. Oh, that yeah, I'll just <laughs> like I'll do adult a l- brain. I'll do a little. <laughs> oh yeah, let's continue our plot synopsis here. No,
1: I'm sorry, but just going off of that child's movie, my quote later on has that will touch on that very much. So very good, uh, very good. So yes, the, okay, the, so, the, the 2,000 employees. So when I find found out from you. This is, sorry, to set up as we're starting the movie. You hit play and you're like, oh, the dialogue's a little off. <laughs> right. <laughs> just in passing. And so, okay, so we're first introduced in this movie. They play, the show's kiss. The kiss, essentially, music video is very strange. It was just, like, them riding things around. A, yeah. It, it, was like a, it
0: Like, it shows, like, Peter, like, with drumsticks, but he's, like, drumming on, like... Some on sort the carousel. Of, on, a, on a carousel. Yeah, because yeah,
1: it, yeah, yeah. it was just the KISS members green screened in front of like something that was flying around an amusement park. Yeah, But then you open up to an establishing shot where you see a, a guy talking to Schneed, That's who it is, I think. Sneed, talking, yeah. <laughs> talking to two security guards. And it's a following track shot, so it's way out. You only see their backs as they're walking, and the whole scene is them doing exposition. These are characters that we see again. For oh, yeah. the whole movie, but the first scene where you establish who they are and where we are, we don't see. You their cannot faces. tell
0: who is talking, like who is who at all, and it's uh, and it's a good omen for what's about and, to. In uh, that first scene, eventually, <laughs>
1: eventually you do see them after the second time they walk past. It's the second human period pyramid. Ah, uh, yes, that is just set up, and yeah. that's when we're introduced to our first antagonists of the movie ah uh, yes the three um, ruffians
0: yeah what was that guy's name again um i have it written down
1: um chopper chopper <laughs> chopper yeah yeah who are just like seem badass kids hanging out causing trouble just
0: a just a group of no good nicks you know like like really getting up to, to some truly heinous stuff like yeah. you know cutting in line um. Yeah. Knocking down that human pyramid. I think
1: one of them takes a lady's coffee at yeah. one point.
0: Um. Them kind of like making fun of the animatronic um ape that's just rocking. It's back supposed and to forth. be.
1: They call it a baboon. Right. And it is a man in a gorilla costume,
0: which apparently cost thirty thousand dollars to make and to perfect. Yeah, to perfect. Which De- Devro is outraged that these
1: uh, hoodlums. Are disparaging his uh, beloved creation. Yeah, and so if you haven't seen the movie, people, you might be wondering. Hold on, we're talking. This is Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. Yeah, we. Where's K-? we talked about yeah. there in the music video at the beginning. So we're now probably close to twenty minutes in all these establishing shots. Right, yeah. And we have yet to see KISS yet.
0: Nor will we see KISS for about another 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in KISS meets the Phantom of the Park.
1: When the movie switches to being just about KISS.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do get that uh, that awesome shot of uh, the first uh, uh, scene with our, well, I guess second scene, but with our um, lady protagonist, uh, Melissa, I believe mm-hmm. is her name, uh, when she's sitting uh getting something to eat or whatever and Christine 16 appropriately is, is playing in the background and then she's just there's just a scene of just three dudes leering at her. Until, I fucking her. Yeah. Until she gets so uncomfortable that she has to get up and leave. And that's the end of it. You know? It's just like we never see those people again. It's just like I This one's for me. I need this in the movie. I need to see this woman being made very, very uncomfortable.
1: We just need to show what the world is like.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's definitely through the Uh, eyes of a demon.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like we shouldn't just like do a synopsis of it. The movie is bat shit crazy. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part, and maybe this is jumping ahead too much. No, it doesn't but matter. Eventually, Nothing matters. a bunch of fights break out in it. Kiss is, has, is up against the creatures that this guy has created in his lab yeah. at an amusement park mm-hmm. where he's... Basically, it's a mix of Westworld, <laughs> Island of Dr. Moreau, and Kiss Concert. So this is a part where the Island of Dr. Moreau creatures are attacking them. It's yeah. the first time you start seeing who Ace Fraley's stunt double is.
0: Yeah, it was a, he's a, an African-American gentleman who's very, very clearly not Ace. You know, he's doing, like, I don't know, not somersaults, but, like, hand, handsprings and yeah, stuff well, like that. Yeah,
1: uh, there's I've heard interviews with Ace talking about this. Is like, there was a day on set where he stormed off. Yeah. And they had to film way more of his, like, coverage with just the stunt double. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is great. I, I was just like, I said this while watching it. It was great to see a black person in this movie. That's true. Because, yeah, that would be the only time. There was one person in an audience shot who was not white. Right. And there were the animatronic Asian characters. Oh, yeah. Got, when all of
0: a sudden things got very racist. Yeah. From
1: the Kabuki display.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Which and then of course like like they're made to look like you know these like ultimate like fighters, you know, like really could kick some ass and then they could proceed to very slowly get blocked yeah. on every shot they try to make to uh, yeah. to the members well, of we, of Kiss. We're
1: shitting on this movie really early, but one yeah. thing this movie did give us is an insight into where Kiss derives their power from.
0: Ah, you would be talking about the talisman. Yes. Now, the talismans th- yes of course cuz there's four th- of yes them. plural um yeah which you brought up an excellent point so we're we're hopping all around here but, but whatever um at one point the their um the talismans get um taken away their the force field around yeah, them so, is
1: is well they <laughs> they're they're being stolen because Devereaux has created Four copies of Kiss. Yes, and he needs to steal Kiss's powers. So it's established early in the when you when Kiss is finally reintroduced that they have the power of uh, telekinesis. They can read minds. Yeah. Uh, they can shoot lasers. Well. Yeah. Gene breathes fire. Paul shoots
0: lasers out of his eyes. Yeah. Um, Ace can uh, teleport. Yes. Yeah. And he can teleport all of them. And and leap. Um... Peter Chris has the power of puns. Oh, there, yeah. Like there is a lot of, you know. I'm down to some of my last lives here, and like, like we gotta stop pussyfooting around, you know. <laughs> like, just like, like oh, he's a real puss, you know, or whatever he says. Think of every conceivable cat pun, like, like not
1: this cat, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, get, get get your paws off me. Right, exactly. I think that was probably too much of one because that isn't—that's somewhat clever, too clever for this movie.
0: Oh, and it was very clever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I... So, um, I guess let me let me just give a little bit of um, some backstory about this um, this thing that we just watched, um, just to put it into perspective for everyone. Like, why, like, how this fever dream of. A shit show could even exist mm-hmm. um we have to we have to put ourselves back into the world of nineteen seventy eight when this um movie was uh unleashed on on television uh at the time this is when kiss are at the peak of their popularity. This is coming off of love Gun and the solo albums of course, we know the debacle that the solo mm-hmm. albums were um, but I think. <sighs> It's important to, 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 to remember that at the time, there's only a handful of channels on on TV. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Kiss has this, like, primetime film, you just didn't see anything like that back then on, on TV. So it probably must have felt, like, especially for a kid, like, at the time, it must have felt very exciting to, oh, like, yeah. to like, see these guys on TV. And here's a handful of their songs, you know. Here's... Peter Chris serenading Melissa by singing Beth for some reason.
1: It just blows me away that like that I completely agree like this is like groundbreaking in terms of having a a movie like this made. Yeah. It just if that's the case, why not make an effort to make it like at least passably alright. Yeah, it's just it's so poorly done it it honestly
0: just like it just reeks of cocaine like 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 the whole thing like from from the top down um it might shock you to know that um none of the members of kiss had any formal acting training (laughs) Um, oh yeah
1: and half the time that gene opens his mouth it's just a lion roar Right, some so he doesn't even growl. have to give lines, and
0: he's he, the only one that has like this weird like amplification going on in his voice. Yeah, too, like, like a little like reverb. Some, some, yeah, yeah,
1: thing. And mm-hmm. sometimes when they speak in unison, they would have the reverb as well. Right, because they yeah. got extra powers.
0: I guess, I guess Peter similarly had uh, talking about uh, his powers in the movie. He had the power of having his dialogue completely overdubbed by a different actor. Which really improved the thing. Oh, know? yeah. Like, what, it, what a noticeable uptick in quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine how bad he would have had to be for
1: that to be the improvement? hmm Like... It's, well, I not to spoil again, in Chris's kiss quote later on, I do touch on it. I don't want to get into it right now, but I know a okay. little bit about that. At least I know one side or, like, one person's take yeah. on it. Yeah. But, oh, my... this So, um... Uh, what did you think of the of the concert footage? The concert footage, um,
0: it, like the first time when we finally do see them play, is like holy shit! Thank you, like I've never been so happy to see just kiss on my screen because it was like we can get away from the movie and just see, you know, the fireworks display that uh, is that is a kiss concert. And then,
1: you know? but. It's a nice relief to be like, finally, KISS is here, and we it, but then the movie never leaves KISS again. <laughs> right, and, and then
0: that's when things get problematic. Um, I do want to touch on, um, at the one point when um, KISS is replaced by Android uh, KISS, uh, they do play a version of uh, Hotter Than Hell, and this is meant to incite a riot yeah. in the crowd. And they do it by changing the lyrics to Rip and Destroy. So far, so good. Sounds exactly the same. It's actually slow, like the studio version, which it probably just is.
1: weirdly like you off back there, back there back too eh? like it's this only kiss could sound good. but I just, okay. I just get off the stage you made the good point while we were watching is like no one would notice no it's, it's no not way and there's <laughs> nothing they didn't change the lyrics in the way to like for to to make the fans hate them like it would be no, it's not, it's not like no different Ron than Burgundy. any other nor- it's, normal. It's yeah, not like r- Ron Burgundy saying "Go, go fuck yourself, San Diego." It's just, it's just some sl- other weird, nonsensical lyrics instead of
0: exactly. It, it seriously note all it is is just rip and destroy. How is that any like crazier than hotter than hell? In it's... fact, <laughs> I
1: might like it more. Right, like,
0: and you know they only bother to like write rewrite one of the verses and they do it like three times yeah <laughs> yeah so it's um it's indicative of uh the entire uh debacle mm-hmm. um so getting back to um the plot i don't even know where the hell we, well it's we are.
1: Just, well it's so the, the those talismans but so kiss yes before the talismans get taken uh melissa our female protagonist, yes. her boyfriend, is it Sam? Sam. Yes. Sam goes missing. Mm-hmm. And she can't find him anywhere. She goes to Devereaux and he says, oh, it's a big place. You'll, you'll find him. Don't worry. She's searching for him for like a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody will help. There's no none of the 2,000 staff at this amusement park will help her. The security just tries to keep her away. Yeah. But until she finally... He's yelling out, and there's this the weird scene with Kiss on, like, the airplane staircase just posing. And she's trying to get through, and they can sense it. And that's the first time we're introduced to their magic powers.
0: Yeah, and Paul is, like...
1: Yeah, like, Gene screams y- out, like, Starman! Yeah, yeah,
0: like, Star Child. Star Child, sorry. Um, <laughs> like, you're looking for someone, but it's not Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> profound. <laughs> um you know, but eventually, um, like after much pleading with Devro, multiple trips down into his underground lair, um, he does gift her with a security pass, yes. which is a button that she puts that on her security shirt. On. So it says
1: security pass, and that doesn't really get her anywhere. The next time we see her is when Kiss is singing Beth to her in a garden. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then, she, but then she like wanders away, and
1: you hear it at like five percent volume because yeah. <laughs> she's in a different room
0: and then that but then that's when she finally does discover sam and f- goes and embraces him and then sees that he's not himself anymore mm-hmm. he is he's an, an android now doing or, the bidding
1: or... of Devereaux. yes because it's that his responsibility fiend. to get the talismans yes yeah which he eventually does and this um... is he, he does he and so these talismans that Kiss keeps in a separate room, locked in a box, that gives them the power. Yeah, and they so don't carry them on, the, on their on their persons, them, but they get their power from them. So when Devereaux eventually steals them, their powers disappear after he shoots them with a ray gun,
0: which I believe you referred to as, as a pencil sharpener with a ruler attached to yep. it, which I like uh, rather enjoyed. Um, but yeah, so then they're in this um, this like laser prison cell which by the way is i think you mentioned is about two and a half feet wide between each laser yeah
1: it's the wide enough that they could float the talisman box through them and the talisman box is like a foot yeah but but
0: but but what's very important to note about this is that yeah they're then just in this prison with the talisman closer
1: to the talismans than they've ever been using their powers in the movie so why can't they just use also the talisman give them powers, but they still have telekinesis because <laughs> they work together and float the box towards them. So,
0: why do they need the fucking talismans at all, ever? I... Like, you've already got the power to move shit with your mind.
1: I mean... like, maybe we're expecting too much of it of this movie, but even children's movies, the, the plot should make sense. Yeah, I mean, there's a
0: reason why people, you know, like adults like stuff like Pixar movies or classic Disney and stuff like that is because, yeah, you can appeal to children, but you can also do it by not insulting their intelligence. Was
1: this the same company that made the like the Star Wars Christmas special? Oh, I don't know.
0: That's a good question. Was it Hanna-Barbera? But, mm, I don't think Hanna-Barbera would have.
1: I've, I don't know. I don't know, but it's these made for TV specials that are just turned out to be fucking garbage have you watched that star wars christmas it's yeah it's bonkers it's bonkers though yeah. uh i'll divert the one cool thing in it is there's an animated feature of it and that's the first time you see boba fett who's one of the cooler characters from the star wars universe hmm. uh, very cool but uh mark hamill and carrie fisher seem very drunk or high in it well, very strange
0: yeah guaranteed uh carrie was <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but R.A.P. awful but it was very awful the <laughs> Christmas special on um, I don't know if it was as bad as this was because that is an insane bar to not be able to to cross. Mm-hmm. But similarly, has been completely disowned. Yes, George Lucas tried to scrub that from the internet, and Kiss, I'm sure, has tried to scrub.
0: They've tried, although there have been like a couple official releases, even though it's it's like, well, no, no, they did release it on Kiss Kissology uh, Volume Two. Hmm. Um, like you can watch a DVD version of it that's like officially released, which. Oh. Well, but yeah, there there were years when you could not even mention the movie to the band members because they were so embarrassed by it.
1: Well, I'm I'm sure it finally just got to the point where they realized, "Hey, we can make a little bit of money by just re-releasing it. None of us have to watch it."
0: Right, our fucking idiot fan base will <laughs> just but will buy anything, so why not? <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um boy oh boy. Um so Um, Oh, another thing I wanted to touch on. I've mentioned it in other episodes, but I love Ace in this movie. Um, He was apparently so drunk and high out of his mind that as they were writing the script um, and trying to get to know the band members, he would not say anything but and would just do, like, gestures and shit to communicate. Yep.
1: Um, so that's why they wrote it
0: in the script initially, where he would only be like, ah!
1: We should have kept count on how many times he did that in the movie, because it's got to be close to ten. Close to it, it. Like, yeah. Everyone else would say lines, and he would just go, ah! <laughs>
0: um, Here's, like, a little taste of some of the dialogue.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I remember! Look, it's rock and roll! <laughs> child. No gratitude need be voiced. Your mind speaks
0: to us. You're looking for someone, but it's not KISS. He was here.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, there's Dean. Yeah. Sam's still in the park.
0: This is just cutting like wildly from scene to scene, but what it exactly
1: just... It's a cosmic force field which protects our talism. Without them, no powers. We're just ordinary human beings. Not quite ordinary.
0: That's just a little bit of a taste oh of, of, of what we just had to endure for the last hour and a half.
1: It feels like it's been two days since we recorded the first it, segment. It
0: it does feel like a different day now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, as like the... like. Sundown, sunrise, sundown, oh. sunrise.
1: Yeah. Um I okay, so just going back to the the like the mechanics of this park. Ah uh, so, yes. His secret lab, Devereux, who is he's founded the park, right? I believe that's established in one of the early scenes. He founded it, Did he? the other guy runs it, and then is in charge of like maintaining and building new machines. You you might be right. I, okay. I, don't, I don't. So, anyways, they're struggling to make ends meet at this amusement park, which yeah. is what what did we say it was filmed at? Six Flakes Magic Magic yeah, Mountain. Mountain Ma- Magic Mountain. Yeah. So, they have 2,000 staff. They have an underground lab- laboratory where this guy is... Essentially, just making androids. He's making British soldier androids. He's making barbershop quartet. Barbershop, a barbershop quartet that sings. He makes a bunch of weird rat things. That are, those are the Island of Doctor Moreau things. Right, that kids fights later yeah, on. Just yeah, just very strange rat things. Nothing we see in the laboratory has anything to do with a ride or. <laughs> no. Uh, like some sort of new po- power or uh new types of food. It's only he's just making androids, just on the whims of a madman. And he has like these control dioceses that spin around. Yeah, he has an elevator that. This, this... okay. This was my favorite. Oh point. yeah, no, the elevator great. that comes down. He said, "You just went down 140 feet in two seconds." And then she gets on the same elevator to go back up. And it goes so slowly. He talks slowly. to her for like 20 seconds while it's going up. And it's going up maybe three inches a second. Yeah. Because it's totally, you could tell it's somebody, like, it's probably only one guy who has it a rope that threw a, like a lever <laughs> that's trying to like pull it up. It's, yeah,
0: it's a lot easier to go down than to go up.
1: Uh, which is... I get, I get it. They have to build this huge set, and it's everything's made out of cardboard, and
0: uh yeah. Gene has uh, b- gone on the record as saying that he believes that it would be a good uh, double feature with Plan 9 from Outer Space. He's not wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I will say this: at least they know how horrible it is. Yes. It's not like them being like, you know, there was some good good chunks of that it's flick underrated. you know it's a good little flick you know now it's like no that's oh, that's did, that's garbage
1: let me i i did say after the first fight scene yeah with all with like with the frankenstein monster and the mummy fat frankenstein fat frankenstein <laughs> yeah. i did write that fight scene was dope <laughs> cuz much like Fuck. as you said and i only say dope because when every fight scene was about to begin the funk music came that's in that's true yeah and there was a spe- there was a separate uh person who wrote all the music for the fight scenes than the rest of the movie
0: yeah um yeah it's always very jarring actually cuz the rest of the music in 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 the movie is by kiss and actually apparently um in certain like european cuts instead of the funk music they use tracks from the solo albums hmm. to replace them and those that th- th- those are floating around out there. That somewhere. would make more sense. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not? Just <laughs> much use, like, use the music much of this like
1: fucking band. Having your main female protagonist name as Melissa, where you have her so- kiss songs playing for her character as like story progression for her character. Both are name songs too. Christine, Christine sixteen and Beth. <laughs> Maybe name her one of those.
0: Name her Christine. Name
1: her Beth. Then (laughs) they're singing Beth to her. They're trying to make her feel better because her boyfriend's gone missing. Yeah. Or I,
0: I mean, like, then this is a stretch, but like, maybe like, like Melissa, I hear you calling. You know, like, why not? I don't know. Uh, Makes as much sense as anything else.
1: Yeah. Well, nothing makes sense in this movie. Exactly. Nothing.
0: Nothing. So, um, to cut to kind of like the end, so KISS has defeated uh, Android KISS, um, <laughs> and which, by the way, KISS has managed to brainwash the crowd. Android KISS has managed yeah. to brainwash the crowd. Then real KISS comes, beats the androids, and in that time... The crowd loves it, that (laughs) KISS just beat Android KISS, but haven't they been brainwashed? They would think it was KISS. So why are they cheering real KISS now? They've been brainwashed. Because KISS uses their powers to... It's right, the talisman. Yeah, they have the talisman. Yes, of course. Yeah, but then we get this jarring cut right to the end where Melissa is now, like, admonishing Devro, like, where is Sam? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> like and Sam was literally standing right next to her, Yeah, or whatever she was saying. Um, but don't worry.
0: Yeah. After Paul, a, after we you know probably spent you know like five full minutes in the movie of just like establishing shots and people just walking from one side of the room the scene to the will other.
1: End and people will walk away for thirty seconds. Yeah. We we can't get one one <laughs> one, <laughs> one a line of one like, moment. Hey, let's go give Devereaux a piece of our mind. Exactly. Or, or where's Devereaux? Let's go get, them. like, something.
0: Yeah, but no, nothing. Instead, it's just, and Kiss are standing there with her. No, they enter. Oh, do they? they okay. enter the scene. Well, whatever. Cause soon enough.
1: Because that's another thing we see a hundred times in this movie is Kiss entering, getting to their spot, and then beginning their lines. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: a- Ace, yeah, putting his hand, hand on, on, his on his hip. hip. Well,
1: because yeah. that would be a lot to ask for. have them speak lines while walking in those platform
0: boots. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or like when they're sitting poolside and oh,
1: when they are the oracle, like an oracle in old Greece, Greek myth, myth mythology. Yeah, where they're sitting at poolside in robes, in full makeup, in the middle of the day.
0: Yeah, in like the blazing like California sun. <laughs> yeah, there's no way they're not sweating their asses off.
1: And they make Dude. jokes about how one of the guys is sweating when he's talking to them.
0: They, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Um. Wow. But, I don't know. Then it's, the um, movie,
1: yeah, that's where you're talking about admonishing him. The movie just kind of ends from there because he's okay. like lost, and now he's like gone comatose. So and
0: and like all of a sudden his hair has grown, like
1: he's gone gray, like yeah, more, even grayer. Like yeah,
0: <laughs> why? I've, I've I've no earthly idea. Because
1: it was it was six fifty five in the morning, and their first read was at eight a.m. So they had to just like end. The end. The end, and then, and then photocopy it.
0: Yeah, totally. So what? What a what a thrill ride, you know. Uh, I um. Well, I'm I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. so why don't we? Because we don't we get we don't give like a straight up number review for albums, like what we feel about. But I feel like in a movie, we can have an easier time. Oh, giving it like stars, like, yeah, like... or like a rating. How many? I feel. Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I would be tempted to say zero, but I did laugh a lot, and that yeah. is that is something.
1: How many tongues are we going to give this? How many tongues? Um, uh, one tongue. Yep, that's what I was going to say one too. One tongue, one tongue. Yeah, there's things. I, I think that spash cut version you were just playing might be a better idea than watching the whole thing. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like people, if you don't really want to watch the movie, yeah. Just there's there's like a, a someone uploaded a video on YouTube. I tell it's, you, it's just three three fifty one, and it's all the dialogue for the entire movie. A great, guess.
1: great move would be you're at somebody's house party, not your own house party. Yeah, and everyone's just like hanging out, and you just put on a TV yeah. to play in the background. Yeah this movie yeah.
0: i mean that's not dissimilar from me putting on people let me get this off my chest at
1: parties no i think it's much kinder to do that than your <laughs> let me get this off my chest
0: because it's literally 60 minutes of paul stanley screaming at you
1: yeah at least this is like the semblance of of entertainment
0: as if you haven't been entertained by that segment no
1: i love uh, it i love it yeah
0: so are, we're good
1: i yeah, yeah. i don't
0: yeah, I don't um, have it, much it, else it, to say it, about that yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, it's bad shit insane. Uh, if you're a fan of bad movies, and God knows there are lots of people out there that love watching bad movies, then, mm-hmm. you know, I really can't recommend this enough. You know, like, it's one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever yeah, seen.
1: It's it's worth worth it just to see how awful it is. The
0: ineptitude on display is startling. Yes. Yeah. So that'll do it for our uh, our coverage of Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Whoa, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I guess after watching that movie, I got to ask you, what's your Kiss army status? They even mentioned in the movie, yeah, they got an army and everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say um, we've been pretty clear on record that 70s Kiss has been pretty positive this if I was going to join in the 70s and then I saw this, I would be running to the hills.
0: Yeah, you would probably just die of embarrassment that like, oh, I was about to sew this patch on my like jean jacket. After and now I don't even know if I ever want to wear a jacket after again. After I
1: just got finished sucking Paul <laughs> Chris, uh, Peter Chris's dick Yeah, yeah, for his solo album.
0: Yeah, and this is perfectly in the solo album. Yeah, it, it's the solo album, and you can tell because Peter's got like the green makeup, and yeah, I, Jean with the red and everything. No,
1: this this movie makes me hate them so much.
0: I'm tempted to almost feel bad for them, like just in like how this is fucking that terrible. It's also
1: is. true is so much of this how bad it is is completely out of their control too.
0: Like as 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 we were joking about earlier. They're not actors, although fucking Gene, you know, did become an actor though too. So, he? well, he, he was in movies.
1: <laughs> was he?
0: <laughs> he was on a screen. Yeah, he
1: he kind of was in movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll get to those one day. Um, oh boy! Yeah, there's a weird amount of movies that we need to watch for this band. <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, boy oh boy, draft dodging. Draft dodging all the way to the hills, as you say. Uh, so, now, um, it's time you've, you've, you know, pumped us up for
1: it a couple times now. It's time for the Chris Kiss quote. You might be mad at me for this. I can remember in 1978 when this movie came out. It was aired on October 29th just two days before halloween the anticipation for this movie was kind of like being a kid at christmas time you know on tuesday of this week that rudolph is on friday of the next week the days can't go by quick enough and you anxiously await for it to finally air well finally it did at 12 years old and being a huge kiss fanatic that that was that was the best movie ever I can remember the next day, every kid in the neighborhood talking about the movie, and for about a week, playing Kiss versus their robot doubles. To hardcore Kiss fans, the tunes rocked. Rock and roll all night started off the opening credits, and again, at uh, 12 years old, it was magic. Now enter eight years later. (laughs) The age of VCRs and cable TV. I had noticed on TV Guide that Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park was going to be on next week, just like 1978. I had to go through the anticipation phase again. What is going on? But the night finally came, and I had the VCR and brand new tape all set. My movie finally aired. I watched it, and it was totally and completely one of the most dumbest movies <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> Needless to say, the movie didn't have the same impact on me as it did eight years prior. I had come to realize that aside from wasting my money on a blank tape, I had just wasted two hours of my life that well, I will never be able to get back. Wow. The songs were still great, and the concert footage was good, but the acting was absolutely horrible. At least Gene went on to do a couple better movies in a few <laughs> years down the road Runaway, Wanted, Dead or Alive. Uh,. Okay, but, sorry. This is ending quickly. Because of the disappointment I experienced, mm-hmm. I had come I had come to the decision that I would never buy this video. I'd seen it on eBay, recent store, record stores, movie stores, etc., and for cheap cheap money, but I knew deep down inside I'll never rewatch it. <laughs> In a note to the previous posting about Peter Chris's voice being redubbed because it was awful. Perhaps the real reason is as stated by Paul Stanley of KISS in the KISS Home Video Extreme Close Up. The reason for the different voice was because after the filming of the movie, the band had to go back to the studio and do what is called looping, retaping their voices. That's not what looping is. Peter Chris would <laughs> never show up, and so they had to get another person to do his voice. Are you, is that are you done? That's it. That's it. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs>
0: That's a review for this movie on imdb <laughs> You fucking asshole. <laughs> I had a. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, it's, it's funny.
1: <laughs> I had the exact same thing as what happened last time I found this. I'm like, this isn't that long. And then as I was starting to read that's why I said, yo, you're going to be mad at me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's really long. It's just some fucking goober who watched the movie. All right, well, no, it's, it's funny enough. Uh, that was the Chris Kiss quote, uh, which we know and tolerate week to week. Um, it's now time for something that isn't annoying at all, and that would be my uh, segment, and that's uh, the people. Let me get this off my chest. Tribute. This is track thirty-four. <laughs>
1: to all the beautiful girls in Sweden. <laughs>
0: Guys, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Mm. Girls, let
0: me hear ya!
1: It's like two. Yeah. Oh, there's more of you than that. <laughs> girls, girls, I'm gonna spend one night with you. I wanna make you scream. Let me hear you! All right, guys, you and I think alike. When you're with these girls, take your time. Go real slow. You know, once you get them going, they're going to tell you,
0: come on! That's always a delight.
1: Uh, that was great. Yep. Come on, love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're almost done with this night- nightmare. <laughs> um, uh, so, we got to do another episode. We have to. And people demand it of us. Um, it's, uh, it's our calling. You know, it's not at all uh, humiliating that we do this. Um, and that's so I'm going to give uh, our next Kiss My assignment thought about this one for a bit. Like, do we go on the good side or go on the bad side we're going to keep going down a slippery slope of shit. Um, we're <laughs> going to be uh covering Kiss's last studio album. I'm talking about 2012's Monster. Oh boy. And, yeah, again, sorry. <laughs> That's going to be great. Yep. So Monster, for you following at home, um, Monster. Um, because we don't want to be totally negative uh, at all times, we like to give a recommendation. Uh, so let's do that, uh, Christopher.
1: Yeah, I can go first. Yep. Um, I'm even wearing a T-shirt of it. A band, you know, Success 5000. Oh, yeah. I think I've even talked about them before on the show, but they just had an album release, and their album is called It'll Be Okay. I have even I got a cassette of it the other night. Oh, nice. Um it's great. My favorite thing is we talked about Fat Frankenstein. The fourth song on their album is called Back to School. Or what if Frankenstein's monster from Mary, she- Mary Shelley's novel Frankenstein had to go back to school to get his GED?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're terrific.
1: Yeah, in the kind of the style of like Flight of the Concords or Tenacious D, they're just yep. two guys who live in Edmonton now who are... Yeah. Great. They do a lot of sketch comedy and a little bit of stand-up, but they're they they perform at sketch fests all over North America. They're really great. So they're called Success Five Thousand. Their al- album is called It'll Be Okay. Awesome. Yep. Great guys.
0: Very funny. G- good recommend, my friend. Uh, for me, I'm gonna recommend. I went to uh, the Garno a little bit ago, and they... which is a
1: movie theater. Oh, yeah,
0: sorry, yeah. Edmonton here. Yeah, yeah, and um they were showing a documentary on the band uh, Deer Tick, band that I love, that like their whole catalog, I you know I, I could just say hey go listen to Deer Tick and whatever. But um there's a documentary on their entire career. It's called Straight Into a Storm and it's an unflinching look at a band going like rising up, um having this very unique sound and then like drugs take over and just quarrels within the band and then getting sober and then still releasing great music. And uh, it's great. It's not widely available yet, but if you get a chance to see it, I really, really recommend it uh, straight into the storm. The the, the deer tick documentary.
1: Great recommend.
0: Yeah. Thank you. So before we get out of here, I just want to mention, our uh our social media again we are at detroit talk city on twitter detroit talk city pod at gmail.com if you want to email us uh you can uh check out our facebook group it's just called detroit talk city and you know we've got a lot of you know just moving and shaking going on around <laughs> there you know smash that subscribe button on itunes you know rate and review the whole nine and uh check out our website at detroit uh chris you got anything to plug no uh no i
1: uh Oh, no. Go and see Cold Pursuit. Oh, yeah. In theaters now. Fucking A. And uh, look mm-hmm. for the pothead at the beginning of the movie if I'm still in it. But there will be a guy smoking pot that Emmy Rossum wants to bust. And she's not allowed to bust him. And that is yeah. me.
0: Yeah. We should go. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Let's do <laughs> it. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And if you you can uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Malone.
1: And I am on those as E.L. Chris Cook, L. Chris Cook. Absolutely. So thanks a lot for bearing with us for
0: this train wreck. Um, (laughs) We'll be back next time with a a different train wreck. Um, And remember, it don't mean spit to us. That's a Fox and Crocs production.